Eswatini, formerly Swaziland, had a checkered history with LGBTQ plus rights. However, in a major step forward, the country hosted its first Pride event in 2018. The Southern African nation of Swaziland, where it's illegal to be gay, wants to host its first Pride parade and festival. The hardworking LGBTQ plus organization, The Rock of Hope, has filed an application to hold the event at the capital, Mbabane. Swaziland, a former British colony, still has colonial-era anti-sodomy laws, and it is not a friendly place to LGBTQ plus people. What you're about to hear is Gay SA Radio's coverage of Eswatini Pride, starting with an interview with one of the organizers and then going into the coverage from the event itself. Gay SA Radio, where you are family, my name is Zianda and you are listening to Rainbow Talk. And on the line, we have a Melusi Similane from the Rogue of Hope, which is an LGBTQ plus organization based in Swaziland. And he is the organizer of the upcoming and first of its kind happening down in Swaziland on 30th June. Uh, let's talk about the Swazi Pride. Uh, the first time you are hosting such an event in your country. What does this mean for you as an organization? It's really interesting, really, if you think about the scope of this country and you think about the region itself. I mean, for the longest of time, South Africa has been overshadowing us as a small country, neighboring you, of course. But South Africa has been overshadowing in terms of uh, human rights movement, in terms of civil rights movement, in terms of anything relating to human rights, basically. And here we are, first of its kind. The world is just learning about the LGBT movement in Swaziland. And bam, we're hosting the pride celebration. So it really means a lot for us. It's actually... It's a win, if you think about it, in spite of the fact that we still criminalize same-sex relations. But it feels like a win to say at the beginning of it all, at the pinnacle beginning of it all, we are able to host such a milestone event that takes us back to the 76 stonal marches of New York, because that is also where it all started. And we need to pay homage to those people who started everything for. Wow, that's quite interesting. Let's take a look at Swaziland. Swaziland is one of Africa's last remaining monarchical countries. Uh, tell me, how is the attitude or did you engage uh, the royal family regarding organizing uh, such a huge event? I'm, I'm sure you can imagine the royal family is like above these temperament issues. <laughs> As such, we cannot be engaging them in anything and everything that we are doing. I mean, perhaps the government has that sort of arrangement with them, but we personally <laughs> do not get to engage with them in any way. I mean, save for the fact, of course, that we do have personal friends who are perhaps kids of the monarch or perhaps brothers of the monarch. We do, of course, speak to those and we always laugh around with them. And of course, some of the minds support and and some of them would rather not be drawn into those matches. And then uh, what are the challenges that uh, you are facing currently or maybe have faced or maybe what hurdles you've ever came and, and, and ensuring that the event uh, is, is, is going to become a success? When you talk about the event itself, I will be frank. I mean, big ups to the Royal Swaziland Police and big up to the city council, the city of Mbomani, which is the capital city in the country. Big up to them for being the first city in Swaziland to host such a milestone event. And they were so straight jacketed, if you like. But to me, it sounded as though they were just professional whenever we were talking to them they were so welcoming they were like giving us the right direction i mean understanding that it was the best of its kind for us i mean even the protocol that has to be followed they were very helpful telling us you need to talk to that office and when you bring a letter in case you bring it to the wrong department they gladly tell you oh no those type of issues are dealt with in that type of department and it has been really really helpful in terms of the structures that the government very helpful it's a different issue though 
if you think about um, the people on the ground, if you think about other structures within society. I mean, we are a country of 1.3 million population, but that does not limit the type of personalities that is there, the, the, the variety of personalities, the variety of ideologies, the variety of belief structures. So that means we have had to deal with quite a lot of attacks. Uh, so does it mean that you guys have permission to, to, to legally uh, uh, have this parade in, in, in your country, as particularly in the city where the march will be taking place? Oh, yes, certainly, certainly. Uh, in my hand, I'm holding a permission, of course, from the city council. And right after the city council, the process is that you need to then go to the local police where you have to ask them to give a security for the day. And then when we went there, they told us no. As the local police, they only take orders from the national commissioner of the police. And I was able to write to him. And just this morning, I went there to pick up a letter saying, of course, they shall be um, giving us police protection on the day. And I went a step further because, I mean, it's all about <laughs> breaking barriers. It's all about penetrating spaces. I went a step further and asked the police commissioner if he could perhaps lend us his boys and did the police band to march with us. And he said, of course, unfortunately, they are booked for another event somewhere on the day. But he did suggest that if we could go to the correctional services band, and I'm still um, trying to draft a letter to request with the commissioner of the correctional police if they could give us their band to march with us. And of course, if you think about it, this shows that uh, perhaps some structures within our government is welcoming or some structures within our government is actually respective of the fact that we are citizens of the country, we are taxpaying, and as such, we deserve the same respect as everyone else. Uh, and now that you're engaging the government and some government structures in your country, uh, are you expecting any prominent figures from, from uh, the government institutions uh, to form part of the march as well, just for their visibility? Are they going to be taking part or are they going to be forming part of the program? I think that'd be the very interesting thing to see in it because, I mean, historically, the, 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 the political structures of a country has been very, very adamant in, in, in just ignoring us and just... You know, making us look like we don't even exist. I mean, our prime minister is quoted as saying um, we are a satanic breed. So it would be very interesting to see the political side of the government uh, being a part of this. But of course, we are having an official launch and we are inviting all media houses in South Africa and around the world who would be interested to cover this media launch, which is going to be on the 22nd of June. That is next Friday. On the 22nd of June, and we're going to be in the Happy Valley Hotel. And big ups to the Happy Velo Hotel indeed for offering their space to us to do this launch. This is where we are going to be joined by very important figures within society, important and respectable figures within the country. And these are not limited to the, the, the Human Rights Commission of Swaziland. We have sent an invite to them. We have sent an invite to, 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 to the Office of the Attorney General. We have sent an invite to the, to the Office of the National Prosecution. We have indeed sent invites to local NGOs who are actually working towards the recognition of human rights in the country. And some of them have, of course, RSVP to attend this launch. And this is where we are now going to talk to media to say, spread the word for us. June 30th is on the way, and we need as many people to come join us. And we're so happy if we have important people joining us from government, because that is what we need. We do not just want to have these foreign missions supporting us, because then it kind of perpetuates the, the, the narrative that this is a Western invention, this is something that is foreign. But if you have your local people saying, we support you as our brother, we support you as our sister, we support you as our other, 
then we start to have a proper conversation. Oh, wow, that's quite interesting. A very big up to that. Uh, tell me, Malusi, let's speak about marching. Uh, what is the aim of this march happening in Swaziland for the very first time in Swazi history? We are breaking this into two um, aspects, really. I think the first one, really, which is the short-term which is the short-term impact that we're looking to Ghana. We are looking actually to create new safe spaces for LGBT people in the country to come together and celebrate their unique identities in a positive and public environment, really. And we're also looking at uh, building a public forum to increase our overall visibility and actually making sure that we are able to interact with the normative sort of society, which can actually help transform the impact and actually mitigate the social stigma that we, we see every day that's associated with being an LGBTI person. So if you think about it, we do not have, for instance, we do not have bars, we do not have clubs, we do not have even any sort of social gatherings that we have as LGBT people because everybody is afraid. Everybody is afraid of being outed. But with this march, with this inaugural march, we are going to say, here we are. We've been advocating for LGBT rights since 2011, and that's when I started doing this. And we have not been coming out to say, these are the numbers, these are the faces. So now this is the opportunity to say to the government, to say to our community, to say to religious institutions, to say to each and every citizen of this country, these are the LGBTI people. They are fun-loving, they are happy, they are jolly, and they're humans like we all are. So let us all come together and celebrate our diversity. And then the second goal is, of course, make it an annual event. I mean, we are always uh, inspired by the Johannesburg Pride, we're all inspired by the Cape Town Pride, we're all inspired by the Devon Pride, which I, I regret saying that we are competing with it this year because we are hosting ours on the same day that they are hosting in Devon. But of course, we are actually hoping to get as much um, Devon uh, citizens to come to our Pride as well. But we are hoping that we are able to have these events annually so that people are able to come together and celebrate their unique diversity because that is what makes us human beings, our unique differences. Indeed it is. And also taking into consideration that Swaziland is deep-rooted in its culture as well, which is quite beautiful to say, uh, both for uh, male and female. Um, you know that we are regarding the, the issue of homophobia and discrimination and also that you see it's the current challenges that you guys are facing in your country. Now you'll be marching down a street and of course you do have those few minorities that might have those negative attitudes. Uh, do you have any intervention programs in place to make sure that uh, nothing uh, homophobic or maybe people are protected uh, throughout the march? I think on that issue it's, it's, it's actually the case that we were discussing with the police and it was all detailed in my letter that I wrote to the National Commissioner detailing of course our lived experiences and indeed the, the, the police commissioner I'm sure reading my letter he actually understands that we are a very, very vulnerable community in our country. So as such, we are going to be utilizing the police protection on that. But going further than that, because, I mean, of course, you will understand that just marching on the streets and being protected by the police does not translate to the everyday protection of the citizen. We as an office, as the Rock of Hope, we have programs that are supported by many of our national and international partners where we are able to intervene whenever someone has been um, violated, either physically or emotionally. So we are actually looking forward to 
getting more numbers, getting more people who come to us to report whenever they're going through crisis. And I feel like, Zeander, I must say this, just because we do not have enough people reporting cases does not necessarily mean that things are not happening on the ground. We know that people are being verbally abused. We know that people are being emotionally abused. We know that people are being physically abused. But just because they do not come to report these issues to us doesn't mean that they are not there. We just need to avail ourselves. We just need to open up the spaces so that people are comfortable enough to come to us and say, this is what is happening. And then we are able to escalate matters further to go to the police and say, this is what is happening on the ground and you need to act on that. So in a sense, this much works also for the police to be able to cut down to the root of any form of violence that is happening, especially to our community. And also I like to consider one thing that what is the attitude from the general society? Do you have, uh, do you have a, a support from the community uh, around uh, Swaziland or the particular town where the march is going to be taking place? I think you'd have to go to our Twitter pages. We have a Twitter as an organization. It's one word the rock of hope sd or you can go to my personal twitter page which is mel's hamilton it's m-e-l-z hamilton one word and then you can just see the amount of interaction the amount of love and celebration that we're getting from people within the country but of course considering that we're a country that is diverse we've got different personalities i do have people who are coming up to me to say melusi this is quite scary for us because i mean coming up to that much it's gonna make it look like i'm coming out of the closet and that is exactly what why I have said to my office while we are planning for this event, let us make it a family fun day. Let us make it a family friendly fun day, actually, so that people are able to come to have fun irrespective of their sexuality. People are able to come have fun irrespective of their gender identity and expression. As such, we are having a main stage, of course, of entertainers and I'm sure you might have seen already we have been announcing performance that are going to be there. And we're also hoping to have a fashion show that is going to be happening on the side. And I was just speaking to someone who has a tattoo parlor and I'm asking them to go open up a tattoo booth and I'm speaking to small medium entrepreneurs in the country I've already tweeted this I'm saying if there is anyone who's got a small business a startup and wants to come and market themselves let them use this space and let them market this event to say if you want to get a hold of us as a business come to this sort of space and then you are able to get in touch with us and of course I'm talking to some of these little kids and babies entertainment providers and they have promised me that they are bringing jumping castles they are bringing all sorts of fun games for children face painting all those things so what we want to achieve in spite of the march which i think could be problematic for the local lgbt folk in terms of maybe coming out but we are saying it's not just going to be you marching we are speaking to all local csos which is the civil society organizations i was helped by cost european union organization that is coordinating the local ngos and i was able to convince most of the local ngos irrespective of their mandate to say this is a day for us even if it's a civilian political rights even if it's a woman rights even if it's a disability rights issue but this is the moment for you to come together with us and say, hey, we are all diverse and we are going to celebrate our lives in Swaziland and our accomplishments as a community and country. And we're going to educate the public about our culture and place in society. And of course, our issues of concern. And we are going to demonstrate our diversity, our normalcy and our numbers in the spirit of pride. It seems like you're going to be having more like a festival that also in, in, that will be like incorporating the Pride March. It's like a huge event. I mean, hosting such a huge event, of course, it, it does involve some financial repercussions. Uh, is there any form of financial assistance or support uh, from relevant institutions in the country or did you outsource any? So we were able to outsource from an international LGBT crowdfunding and campaign organization that are called All Out. They were able to support us with something very small and we have been trying and God knows I haven't been 
sleeping trying to speak to local CEOs and local business people to try and support us. And of course, considering it's a conservative country, very small, political-wise, one step that is wrong, you can be dead in terms of uh, success. So many business people locally have been afraid to come up to support me, which I understand and which is fine, which is why I have now said, you know what, we are going to have to bear the expenses. We are, have to, we are going to have to bear the cost. But I mean, obviously, if there's someone listening who would love to support us, I'm always happy. And I hope people can reach out to me and say, Melusi, we can support you in this side and we can support you in that side so that we can make this event a memorable one. Oh, wow, Melusi. How many people are you expecting for, uh, the, to, to, to come through or maybe come out of the event? roughly estimations. I think that's a very funny one and we have been laughing this one off because who, everyone that's been asking me this question, I've been telling them when we're expecting people just on the north of 2000. I mean, obviously that is quite an ambitious dream, but if it's bad, see, if it's really bad, I'm hoping to have at least 500 people. If anything, I'm hoping South Africans, I'm hoping Joe Burgers are listening to this so that they can come and support us, so that they can come and say, hey, Sosland, we are your bigger brother, we are your bigger sister and we are going to be here for you, no matter what. And also looking at your some of your social media pages, I see that you guys are also bringing in uh, uh, African international artists. What other performances can people expect from the march uh, that will be taking part on the 30th of June 2018 in Swaziland? So because we are expecting indeed um, um, people to come from all over the world to this event, we are making sure that the local acts are given the space to market themselves. And we have been opening up our lines, we've been opening up to local entertainers to say, come, show your skills to the world. And we have been getting quite a lot of positive feedback from local performers and a lot of them have been contacting me wanting to perform and we will be of course announcing them as time progresses and in terms of international acts unfortunately we've only been able to get one Mozambican drag queen her name is Sasha Cherry drag queen she will be performing for us and of course I've been contacted by some DJs from Johannesburg. And of course, I cannot mention them by name because it's an issue of having to agree with them first that they would love to come and support us. But all I can say is there are two lovely ladies who identify as lesbians and they want to come and perform for us. And we are hoping more performers from South Africa can come and support this event that is actually, if I must say so myself, running on a zero budget. Yeah, but definitely is. But the problem is that you guys are making it a success and uh, hopefully that it, it's going to happen and whatever that you're expecting as a come out is going to happen like um, well for you guys. Um, Lucy, at this point in time, I'm going to give you a platform to advertise yourself and to say that uh, when, when the Pride is taking place, what can people be expecting? Yes, I'll give you that time now just to speak more about the Swazi Pride coming from the horse's mouth. Well, 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 thank you so much, Z, for this opportunity. And I'm hoping everyone listening to this will come to Swaziland, the kingdom of Eswatini, a newly born country, if I must say so myself, is hosting the inaugural Pride event that is going to be happening on the 30th of June in the capital city of Mbabane at the Prince of Wales Stadium. We are starting our march at 9 a.m. We will be showing our color, showing our love and showing our diversity and showing our pride to the whole world that we are here and we are here to stay indeed. And we're inviting everyone listening to this to come celebrate with us come show your strides with us come show your love with us and come indeed and educate the world with us well is there a way that people can reach out to you on social media any contact details for more information for more information, people can reach out to me on Twitter. Their username is Mel's Hamilton, M-E-L-Z Hamilton. That is one word. Or they can catch me on Facebook. The name is Melusi S. Similani. Wow. Uh, thank you so much, Melusi, for joining me on Rainbow Talk.
Thank you so much, Z, for the opportunity. And I'm sending our rainbow love to the whole of South Africa. KSA Radio, where you are family. Of course, that was Melusi Similani, the organizer of the first ever Swazi Pride in their history. And of course, we are looking forward. And of course, KSA Radio will be following the story and hopefully we'll make it up to Swaziland to cover the event live as it happens. KSA Radio, where you are family. My name is Imlando Zamine, and I am still reporting live from Swaziland. As it is, we are moving into the after-party venue and on the background as you can hear these are traditional Siswati songs and this is a group of LGBTI members who have braved the chilly weather in the afternoon and some of them started actually from the morning marching it has been a beautiful day but I just want to give you a taste of a traditional Swati singing group of LGBTI members enjoy Right, this is Mlano Jamini and that was a, just a taste of what traditional Swazi music sounds like and it's normally sang at traditional events. Now I've put on one of the LGBTI members who have been partaking in this singing. They're still going to be continuing. Now as we move away from them, tell me how has your day been? Um, it's been a very, very, very great day. Firstly, I'd like to thank actually our king. Our king, I'm sorry, my voice. It's, it's fine, it's fine, it's but understandable. It's, yeah, anyway, yeah, I really, I really would love to thank our king, mm-hmm. King Swati the Fed, yes. for allowing us to actually have this day, which is like we are supposed to have been having it from long time ago, but then again, it finally yeah, came. It came. It finally and, came. and your yeah, voice actually tells us that you were, were here we're this morning. Exactly. Did you actually exactly. do the pride walk? Duh, wow. really? And then how, how was the experience for you? It, it was really, really great. And you know what? We had a lot of. Sorry, 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 sorry. That was our. This is the police force, which is here to protect yeah, us, and they're moving us off the road. Now, as we continue the interview, uh-huh. um, how has it been for you? What did you like? What was the highlight of this day? Okay, my highlight, you know what, you know, since Swaziland is one of the countries that is actually rich in its custom and tradition, so, but then, you know, people were actually looking at us as we were today, taking her to the streets, yeah. telling people, you know what, we're here, and we, we, we mean no harm, actually, as LGBTI, so... And we need more acceptance, and yeah, finally exactly. the day has come, and now as we are moving into the after party, what are you actually looking forward to at the after party? Do you dance? I, I, Definitely, definitely. <laughs> you know what? Okay, this is what I'm going to say now. Um, during, I mean, in the after party, we have people who are actually still in the closet. So this is their time now. To come. Yes, to come and actually enjoy. So, so. basically what you're saying that is that um, during the day, not everyone showed up in their numbers exactly. as, uh, to exactly. represent Since them. this is Swaziland and still people are still in their closet in their glass closet we can see them but then again i'm children <laughs> yeah. i like i like the glass closet part but which means today in a 
actual fact, I don't know if you agree with me, is a reflection or a starting point for them to eventually break those classes, don't you think? And this was the beginning to a lot of, of these events. Okay, and if you so, don't mind, what's your name again? This is Q. You're speaking to Q. Q, and how old are you, Q? I'm 23. Q, you're 23. Wow, yes. and this is the younger generation of the radical activist. I call you an activist, so thank you very much. <laughs> this, this is GSA Radio, and my name is Mlando Zlamini. As you hear, it's a juvenile mood. I'm going to move closer to the crowd as they continue to chant some traditional songs. This is Mlando Lamini and I am reporting for KSA Radio where you are family and I've just pulled up one of the chanting LGBTI members. If you don't mind, what is your name? I'm Schema. Schema. And are you originally from Swaziland? Of course, yes. Where are you from in Swaziland? Manzini. Manzini. So... What do you make of today? Today was Pride, and I take it you took part in the earlier event? Yes, I took part in the march. I'm very happy. Actually, um, it changed a lot about me because initially I hadn't registered to vote. Yeah. But today, this gave me hope. I'm going to register. Very I'm good. not talking about, I don't know about voting, but I'm going to register. Last time, when they were electing, I didn't register. I didn't vote. But because today's event was allowed, I'm you going to register. There you go, Swaziland. There you go, Swaziland. This is a big step towards a lot of things, especially for political participation, of which course. I wasn't aware of now, of the LGBTI community. So now this is a step. Besides that, now what is your take of those who are going to now, I'm told, are going to be making or coming in their numbers and we're not there during the day. This is accommodating them. And what are you saying to those who were previously, someone even said they were hiding behind the class. What is your take? No, I don't blame them the least because we have different family dimensions and I'm very understanding of them. I, I posted on Facebook earlier this week that I'm going there for all those silent suffering souls who can't come out I am going for them because I can I am independent I'm able but my situation can't be the same as them and I can't judge them because they have different reasons for not being able to come there which I can't help sort out now knowing the situation in Switzerland but if they come out now they're still with us we were there for them earlier and we're hoping next year the numbers will continue will increase it will be better so I'm, I'm good for them coming out even now at night eventually they will come out by day thank you very much you are such an activist from where I stand but an activist is going to about to celebrate this historical moment. Thank you so much for your time and have a beautiful night. This is Mlando Tlamini reporting for KSA Radio where you are family and uh, we are reporting live from Swaziland. As it is right now, we are moving into the night. It's getting a bit nippy. I'm going to bring you more as the night progresses. The celebration started earlier today.
Now, I've got a beautiful lady right in front of me. What's your name, dear? My name is Zandile Simelane, Zanset. Now, Zanset, how has been your experience at the Pride? I think for a first time, this has been incredibly epic. I mean, the diversity, the color, the ambiance, the energy on its own has been amazingly beautiful and I've had a splendid day. Now, are you from Swaziland or are you, are you from South Africa? I'm from Swaziland, based in South Africa, but anything that's at home is a part of me. Also, are you a member of the LGBTI plus community or you are on supporting basis or what other reason are you here for? I'm on a supporting basis because I I'm totally against the whole community concept of everything. So I feel like we are one and in supporting I, I, I really want to exclude the community element of it and I'm totally supporting my fellow human beings and my fellow amazing amazing human beings now tell me as you can hear in the background it's going down are you going to the after party oh yes the after party has to be attended the after party has to be featured now with the pride um initial or big theme or main reason behind it your understanding of pride what does pride mean to you pride is taking being aware of oneself and one's incredible architecture within themselves pride is taking flaunting rather is the word of what of embracing who you are and what you are and what contribution you're making to society i am here with a gentleman by the name of Sisle. Sisle has come all the way from south africa <laughs> to support the inaugural pride swazi pride now how did you find the pride uh, it was okay. Okay. And then what brought you here? Why are you here? Um, my friend um, DJ Oluetu is a DJ and he was DJing here. He's the headline act, so I came to support him. And it was a it was it was a good first try. Okay. And then compared to South African Prize, have you been to any um, job? Um, I've been to South African Prizes. I was able to go. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as I'm saying, like um, Swaziland K Pride is. is is okay, but it deserves a lot of more support, support. a lot of more growth. It was its first one, and I am very, very happy it was its first one because it's like it went very smoothly, no violence, no resistance. So, meaning that Swaziland people are a more progressive people. And uh, did you attend any um, initiating gay prides in South Africa? Ah, uh, no, I am very, very young, so all of those happened when I was like. <laughs> <laughs> so now, t tell me, um, from your experience and from your view, what you take or what you make of the crowd which was here, was it only gay LGBTI members? I, I don't know, but that's the beauty of it all, is that you never really know who's gay, who's not gay, because it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we're just all human and we should just all live together. Okay, and any message to the LGBTI community in Swaziland besides the organizers for the event to improve? Every day is activism. So every day when you live your true self, you're activating for someone else to live their true self. So it's, it's um, gay activism and homosexual activism is not just on a certain day or another day. Every day is activism. The moment when you can swish across the street and no one makes a big deal about it is the moment you're free to be just another human in the crowd. And that's... As much as I think straight people take it for granted that they are just ordinary human beings, 
it's something that gay people want to have is just to be just a normal human being whether I am shaking my hips in the hip in the streets whether I am butch whatever whatever it's just the ability to just be normal now I've got two people right in front of me there's a gentleman and a lady and you go by the name of Mfundi Lindy and they're here to support the pride assume oh I'm here to identify or be with the pride and then are you both members of the LGBTI community I am a supporter. I've got friends, I've got family that are part of the LGBTIQ, LGBTQIA+, community. Yeah, she knows everything. Of course, yeah. certainly. And I'm really excited to be here, especially because my country, Swaziland, is, very, is predominantly traditional. There we go. And then how has been your experience ever since you've set your foot into the arena? It has been very spiritual, oh, I have to say. Goodness. It has been very spiritual. When I got in here, it was like, I cannot believe this is Swazen, but at the same time, I cannot believe Jeez. it is Swazen in my lifetime. So it has been a very spiritual, divine moment that is very exciting. And for you? Certainly. For me, it, it, it is actually an out-of-body experience. Exactly. Never ever in my life have I thought that I would live to see this day. In a peaceful manner. In a peaceful clean happy obviously gay means happy so everybody is so <laughs> happy Every, it's colorful it is queer. absolutely yeah. stunning and amazing and you know it is so exciting to see our people so happy and free thank you so and black i think and black, and okay. So black okay? <laughs> everyone was doing a come look so i've got a gentleman here what is your name mister and he's good looking by the way my name is um, Mr. Big Sir <laughs> Kumalo. And he's flushing. I just made you flush. Anyway, where are you from in Swaziland? I'm from Anzin Fairview. Fairview. Yes. Okay, and we are conducting this interview just outside the venue where they're going to be having their after party. Now, before the after party, did you start with the original starting of the event, like in the morning? Yeah, yeah. I, I came here very, very, very early. I came here like uh, 8 in the morning. Mm -hmm. I want to see everything happening. Okay. And, and did you see everything happen? Yeah, yeah. I visited everything and I'm going to take everything up. Now tell us. me one thing. Why yes. did you come today? I came here because I just feel like I'm part of the people who started the, the movement in Switzerland. Oh. I wanted to see everything going from this step to that step. I, 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 I didn't want to hear from, hear from anyone else. Anyone else. Now being part of those people, are you happy with the outcome of today? This, uh, your feeling, my feelings for this movement yeah. today, for this for this event today, yeah. was so overwhelming. Yeah. I didn't expect to see such a number of people, and the a number, the number was just amazing. The number was so um, amazing, and the response, even from the social people here in my in my country, was so amazing. Okay, now tell me one thing. Moving on from here, what are you expecting or what are you hoping for after such a turnout? Because like you're saying, and I also witnessed this, there was a big turnout of straight and LGBTI members of the Swazi community. Now, moving on from here, what are you hoping for? What are your aspirations? My aspiration after this movement, uh, which I so love, is that I want every institution in Swaziland to recognize um, us and allow us to be us in whatever sector of the economy and whatever sector of the society, society the we have in the, the, the whole year. Okay, and I see you wearing uh, the, the actual gay flag colors. Tell me, are you going to be wearing it beyond today or are you going to be having it 
with pride this, even beyond today or pride this, just ends today this is going to hang just above my head when i sleep i have this flag remind me of this movement and this day especially, and this day especially yes. thank you very much my brother now i have got a group of people who've attended the pride it's going to be as chaotic but and it's informative as possible because it's going to reflect what happened today a general feel how was it can i have one person talk at a time i've just had a panel now in front of me who's going to go first um i'll go first there we go Can on you? the 30th of june the first pride Eswatini LGBTI pride it happened baby in our We've lifetime in it. our lifetime yeah. there We've you been go in our for it. it's, it's, it's an emotional it's and a happy baby. Uh, um, event so which took place anyone if else want to go today, if you die today if I die today I would say to myself I've uh, like I've been emancipated there you have I it I do not need an organization to do it for me I know who I am we are we live we are out there and people are going to start talking they will and whether it's positive or negative but they are engaging they are engaging is important That's but this is Mlando I mean it's still reporting for KSA Radio and I'm getting different feedbacks yes. and it's getting emotional because today it's a big day do you want to say something and do you want to introduce yourself first um no, he's his Royal Gainers. Okay. Villa. Um I'm I'm actually um very emotional about today. History has been made. It's something I have been looking forward to forever and finally it's happened. Finally we've been like we have we are gonna be noticed. We are a family. Everybody needs to see that we are we are together we are there we've had even straight people supporting us which just was just bowled me over because you thought that like you think that straight people like not want to support this 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 movement and this movement has brought us all together the straights the gays the, well the lgbti well in fact it has brought swaziland as a whole to come down and descend and view Hallelujah. that there's an lgbti community Definitely. we've got a we've got royalty in the house during the lgbti um parade do you want to have something to do you have something to say about today of course do you want to introduce yourself uh um i'm saneliso hi saneliso where are you from saneliso from the kingdom of Eswatin. yes it's the first of its kind yes we had the moment it was just the time of our life the time we've been anticipating for Mm -hmm. i would say we live we were here we We did we've done everything we could just to represent ourselves and to make or to and open to, a new page to open history. a new page in the history of the kingdom of us because at the moment that we leave people that think like ah gays and lesbians are they're just there but we're here not to leave but to stay yes yes we're and here we're to not stay passing it's not something we, we, we're not passing we're not ashamed of ourselves that, we are, that is why we came in all numbers in the streets we just march, not because we just want to, to, to uh, kind of like we're showing off. No, we want the people to know that we are here. We live. There you've had it. There's Pupu who's been talking on the background. Now, Pupu, since you've got so much to say, Pupu, Blando's still representing from KC Radio. Well, you are family, Pupu. 
straight. I, I, I know one thing about I, you. I, I know. I'm so straight, it's not funny. Okay, I'm fine. So I was about to say that. Now, Bubu is straight, but why are you here and why are you bothering because, the LGBT? I'm bothering in a good way. Continue. Because I love you guys. I love you guys. I, and By I'm guys? So, whose guys? Can we please just be tolerant as people? Tolerant. At first, before we are Can you not be judged, Judas? This for me, I, when, when people like Pupu continue talking, I become emotional because it makes us realize that, you know what, we've been actually putting our, we've been keeping ourselves in the closet, thinking, assuming, but today it was a revelation that these are closets which are made up in our minds. So, Avuli, let's pull Oh, did I just do Venek on the radio? Let's continue. Mlando Lamini reporting for KSA Radio, where you are family. Here's another one who's going to give us a reflection on today's day. And we need to move a bit away from Pupu. <laughs> yes, my dear. Where are you? Okay, listen, I'm Sherry from Mohammed. Um, I'm straight. Yes. But I'm here to support my uncle. My uncle Haynes Makakula. Yes. And Sane Makonga. Yes, I'm supporting my uncles. Yeah. I was here to witness a pride, Yalangana, you know, you know, like I am delighted with a finally tolerance, tolerance in Sazlin. Like Kinjena, people who are homophobic should just go to hell. Just listen, accept people for who they are because you don't know what made them to become what they are today. So who are you to judge? So hate must go to hate exactly. and love must go to love, kill love with kindness. Tell me, I've just met a gentleman. Do you mind sharing your name? Um, you are Mr. X? Yes. Okay, fine. Mr. X, now how has been your experience today in a nutshell? Oh, it was very... It was very exciting. I had a great time. I've enjoyed myself. Okay, and then, um, having said that, are you originally from Swaziland? Of course I am. Where about in Swaziland do you hail? Manzini. From Manzini? Yes. And then, have you always been out of the closet, or today has been your Um, day for marking coming out of the closet? I've been out of the closet since 2009. Okay, and how has been your experience with the 2009 up until today? What is different or what do you expect to be different starting from today? Oh, well, a lot has changed. Um, I guess today um, I was really surprised the way things happened. I wasn't expecting this. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Now tell me, and then after today's event, what are your hopes? Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that um, the, um, the country should be aware of the human rights. Yes. Also, because uh, uh, I myself, yes. I work uh, to an organization where we are educating the country about um, sexual rights. Yes. Also, I think when you link sexual rights together with um, LGBTI, yeah, they link. So I think it's high time the country know about the LGBTI rights. Yes, as well. yes. Okay. Now tell me before we conclude this interview, um, what exactly um, would be your message to the government of Swaziland and to the world about Swaziland? 
Okay, to the to government of Swaziland, I will say, um, please, they must include the human rights that linked with uh, sexual rights into yeah. the constitution. Okay. And to the world? To the world, um, I would like to say thank you, especially to the to US, where they really showed it's a, a very big support to us as Swaziland. Okay, now, yes. um, this is from KSA Radio, which is based in South Africa. It's the first LGBTI um, radio, mm. and it's currently streaming on air. Wow. Um, and the in, using internet. Wow. Um, what would you like to say to the gay SA radio listeners? What could be your message, special message from Swaziland? To, to say thank you guys for supporting us, especially the South Africans. They show a lot of support to us as Swazis. And to Swazis. Continue. Thank you so much, guys, for coming in numbers to this event. It was such a wonderful event. Uh, I know some of you guys were so scared, especially some they didn't come because they were scared of police or something. But it started. It started yeah, some. Yeah, uh, that was yeah, an yeah. interview which was quite interesting with a few interruption parts. Um, thank you so much for your time. I am Amlando Lamini representing KSA Radio with you, our family. Eswatini Pride is a major step forward for LGBTQ plus rights in Africa. And we look forward to a time of more tolerance and understanding. To listen to more LGBTQ plus content, Go to gsaradio.co.za